brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Thank you ever so much for downloading the podcast where, I mean, we're going to have to fully focus on the fact, Matt, that there was tension. Yeah. There were breakages. Mm-hmm. There were questionable fashion choices. Oh, so many. Yes, of course. <laughs> we're talking about the Great British Sinclair C5 Seafront Race, and it is over. It is done. Mm. And we're not going to give you any plot spoilers here in the bonus material, but you're about to find out not only which team won, but which individuals won. Yeah. So... Enjoy the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. We begin the show today with corrections and clarifications. Yesterday on the show, around the eight o'clock mark, as part of Let It Go, I decided to what can only be called verbally attack a fellow <laughs> member of the team. And that was producer Adem, who does uh, fine work yeah. producing the home time show yeah, with Bush yeah. and Ritchie. More on that, of course, later, as yesterday was the C5 Seafront race. Um, and I attacked him because he was insistent on taking me to a taxi on Saturday night after producer Dave's leaving drinks at a pub in North London. And I said, I don't want you to take me to a cab, Adem. I'm fine. I can walk over there myself. I live here. I'm a big boy. This yeah. is not my first rodeo with your words, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm just over there. So anyway, I decided just to give in and let him walk me to the taxi. Got into the taxi and I sent him a text saying, thank you so much for escorting me to the taxi producer, Adem. And he has yet to text me right. back. Yeah. Well, he did text me back yesterday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> and it turns out it was producer Tom Cotton who walked me to the taxi. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the apology sorted. Oh, no. And possibly I may have had one more glass of red yes. wine than I had originally thought <laughs> yeah. I had. Wow. So I want to apologise to Adem and thank <laughs> Tom Cotton wow. officially. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, Glenn, I know. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. The first thing I thought of was who won the C5 race? You're going to find out later, Barry and Romford. You're going to yes, find out later. It's quite the race. Team Breakfast or Team Homes. And it was actually quite the race. Mm. It was full of thrills, spills and controversy. All will be revealed. Dave, my first thought was of my girlfriend saying yes to marrying me from Alex oh, in Harrow. Oh, Congratulations, oh, Alex, and to your future wife. That's lovely. Um, Dave, my first thought was whatever happened to Matt don't impression me much, eh? Uh, well, that is in reference what? to uh, a feature we used Who? to do on the Home Time Show uh, where Matt would do a series of um, impressions of famous people and I would have to figure out who they were, uh, thus winning our dear listener on the Home Time Show yeah. a prize. But, I mean, it, I never really had any real natural ability when it came to the impressions, so I think that's what happened to it. Well, I think it was when we got to your Mick Jagger and it was quite frankly <laughs> offensive that we decided to, uh, I think that was my best one. to knock it on the Mick. head. Hi, I'm Mick Jagger. Glenn, your Mick Jagger's quite good, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Go on, Glenn. No, I'm not doing a Mick. No! Oh, you you can. made that you up! Can. Come on, Glenn, don't impression me much. Let's bring it back on air. One time only. No, give me a Mick Jagger thing to say. I don't know what he says. A uh, time is on my side. No. <laughs> time is on my side. I can't do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> right, OK, that's why we didn't bring it back to us. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a good idea. And finally, Dave, my first thought was, why do Emma and Glenn have to sit behind glass like zoo animals? <laughs> yeah. And that's from Matt in Ulverston. Yeah, why do we? Well, you know, I tried to liberate you from behind the glass. I wanted I you say, in here. I say smash the glass. I Did say, you? Why, why are we in there? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, well, this, isn't, this isn't a decision on our part. No, it's weird, isn't it? To answer the question, I did try to liberate. There are several issues. One is temperature-based. <laughs> oh, because, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I like it minus possible. 
minus 19, Lemma likes it 155 <laughs> degrees. Mm, yeah. So it's just probably better this way. Yeah, makes sense. Class. Makes sense. Uh, and also, it means the guys can prepare the news and sport whilst we're doing stuff in here, so you can't yeah. hear their. Well, PCs I still say smash things. the glass. I've been on both sides of this fence. You have, haven't yeah. you? East and West Berliner. Um, yeah. I just, <laughs> I just don't want it. Yeah, just get rid of it. Smash the glass. Smash the glass. Let's get David Hasselhoff in here and bring down that yes. glass. It's a good one. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So, as promised, time for you to win a black mug with the name of this show on it in Dave Berry. It's riddled. We find ourselves in an open garage in Alberta, Canada, the family home of Nickelback frontman Chad Kroger. His boyhood friend and fellow bandmate Ryan Peake... Oh, oh, yeah, Ryan Peake, yeah. Peak times, yeah. <laughs> ...glass of chilled lemonade in hand is over at the guys to do some work on their Sinclair C5s. Looking good, Ryan, looking good. Thanks, Chad, I've been working out. Not you, our C5. It looks beautiful. <laughs> been working hard on it, I can see. Chad reaches for a chamois leather to buff up the headlight when Ryan grabs his wrist tightly. Chad, I've got an idea. What is it? Our next album should be Concept. With a flourish, Ryan waves his hand in the air as if writing the title of the forthcoming album. Sir Clive and the Sinclair C5. What do you think? I love it. You know what else I love? Is it me? What? No, Ryan. It's riddles. I love riddles. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just like thought off midway through that. Chad interrupts. <laughs> oh, I just thought Chad interrupts like this one. I can be sun, I can be sand, and I can be bird. What am I? Chad, what the hell is 8, 12, 15? <laughs> Chad, 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 Chad. Chad. With Wix Trade Pro, Wix have a great range of accessories to keep you going. Chad. How cold the weather gets. Plus, save 10% when you sign up to Wix Trade Pro. Always cheaper with Wix Trade Pro. Chad! The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Morning, Dave. Is it the letter D? No, no, it's not. Oh. Dave, is it a font? Asks Dom. No, it's not a font either. I mean, I think he's thinking Comic Sans, Wingdings... Yeah, yeah, something could, around. Could decent guess. Is it an estuary from Simon in Halifax? Mm. No, it is not no. an estuary, Simon Halifax. Is it a spider, says Gareth? No, it is not a spider. Mm. Sorry about that, Gareth. But on line one right now, we have Chris, and he just reeks of being a champion. Good morning to you, Chris. Morning, my man. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you? Oh, living the dream, my man, living the dream. Well, I've heard producer Nick tells me you've got the day off work today. I do indeed, yeah. So having a day off in the middle of the week, something we discuss at length, would you rather have that every, you know, forever? Yeah. Or would you rather have Friday or would you rather have Monday? Oh, Monday, every time. You'd have Monday off? Yeah, yeah. Glenn, Friday off, Monday off or Wednesday off? Friday off. Friday off. Emma? Monday, because Fridays are fun at work anyway. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay, mm. but the midweek day off is something to look well, forward to, yeah, isn't it? You've yeah, got yeah. that I, I mean, I wouldn't say no to a midweek day But you day give off. a back-to-school feeling twice a week. Yes, you that's true. You get it Sunday night yeah, and you get it, yeah. But you true, get yeah. the last day of school feeling twice. It's the difficult <laughs> one. The debate will rage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Chris, we have... We are so happy that you have the day off. What are you planning on doing with yourself? 
Um, so today is uh, basically to get the garden sorted because we've just recently moved. Um, so we're just kind of going to gut the garden, Ooh. cut some trees down, cut some bushes down, get that sorted out, and yeah, just try and get some work done, really. Wow. Oh, making me feel guilty about it's what impressive. I do if I had a random day off in the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I think, you know, last time I had a random day off in the week, after the show, of course, I watched Sunderland Until I Die. Oh, yeah. All eight episodes back to back. Felling a tree, he did not. Uh, so anyway, Chris, uh, congratulations on the move to the new house. You, of course, you're going to need a brand new mug for your kitchen uh, with the name of the show written on it. So tell me, I can be sun, I can be sand and I can be bird. What am I? The answer is a clock. It is a clock. It's sundial, sand timer and cuckoo clock. That's how it works. Um, Chris, good luck with the gardening. Enjoy your new home and thank you very much indeed for tuning into the show. No worries. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good day. Cheers, Chris. And you take Cheers, care. Mate. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And now we turn our attention to Emma Jones. Emma Jones, what's the first thing that popped into your head this morning? Well, my immediate thought was who won the seafront race, but I'll have to wait until after seven o'clock to find that out. We'll be finding out in ten minutes, well. yes. And then my second thought after that was, why do Americans call an estate agent a real estate agent? Like, the ones uh. here are fake. Yeah. <laughs> well, in many ways, they are. No, no, no. Um, I don't know. Just it's called real, they real just estate. They call it real estate, don't they? Where uh, we just say, yeah, yeah. I, suppose I think real estate is, is is it kind of grander? And I think in many parts of America, you buy you actually buy real estate, don't you? Instead of just buying a house, lots of people buy plots of land. But I don't know any other definition for the word real than than real or fake. What about us keeping it <laughs> on the back of the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel itchy. <laughs> Glenn, what was your first thought this morning? Uh, what's the most anyone's ever eaten? Wow. Just what is the... And uh, according to Guinness Book of Records, it's £16 of food. Oh, wow. Which is well over a stone. But uh, if you want to know, I, I, I was intrigued. A, a 23-year-old tried it about 30 years ago. It was one pound of liver, two pounds of kidneys, eight oh. ounces of steak, two eggs, one pound of cheese, two large slices of bread, one pound of mushroom, two pounds of carrots, one cauliflower, ten peaches, four pears, two apples, four bananas, two pounds of plums, two pounds of grapes, and two glasses of milk. Wow. £16. Healthy, though. A lot of food and veg. Well, why so much offal at the start? Yeah, that's the weird bit, isn't it? But, but it's, not, it's not a meal, is it? Because it's not like they had, oh, I had an enormous curry. Yeah, they just had yeah. loads of separate ingredients. <laughs> that's the weirdest. Uh, a of bicarbonate of soda as well to wash it all down with. The strangest mixed grill I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll have a Henry VIII, please. Mate. <laughs> um, Matt Dice, what was your first one? Speaking of food, yes. Mine oh, was, we, we, we often are on mine, the show. Mine was... Um, can I justify going all the way back to Margate purely on the basis that I want to go to this Thai restaurant that oh, we had food for yesterday? Oh, my goodness. Oh, Bow's Kitchen. They sponsored one of the Sinclair C5s. And we met one of the guys from Bow's. He, he met us at yeah, the train station. We did. With, a ba- with bags full of goodies. Oh, the oh, lovely oh, Tim. The lovely so nice. Tim at Bow's Kitchen. This isn't a plot spoiler to who won, by the way, because uh, both teams uh, got to eat from Bow's Kitchen. Um, and the food was just incredible. I just want to go back to Margate. I want to go in the summer for Dreamland. I want to see Pete Doherty walking his big dogs, and I want to go to, <laughs> I want us to, go to Bow's Kitchen. Well, that's what you shall have, my love. <laughs> um, coming up next, we will be revealing who won the Great British Sinclair C5 Seafront Race. It happened just yesterday. Was it breakfast or home time? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So, the time... The Great British Sinclair C5 Seafront Race. Happened yesterday. We made our way down to Margate and I want to start this whole talky bit before revealing the results. 
by saying a massive thank you to the fine folk of Margate. Yes. They really took us in. So many people who enjoy the show came down to see us, mm. including, and what I loved about this particularly was it made the Great British Sinclair C5 Seafront Race an international sporting event. Mm. Uh, we had two listeners fly over from Cork. I know, amazing. It, so there we go, we went international yesterday. Just for this event. Yeah, yeah, just to watch us. And so many people lined the streets and it was a genuine surprise and it was mm. so lovely to see you all. So thank you. Uh, the next thing up is we had, firstly, we had a full start. Mm. And what this went to show us was the sheer grit and determination in Richie Firth. Because mm. I'd heard that he was competitive, but I'd never witnessed it firsthand. Yeah. But that full start ended up with him trying to cut you up, Matt, Yes, he did, yeah. And then resulting in him powering into a fence and nearly yeah. into the sea. <laughs> he was a, his danger. He was a danger on the road. Doesn't explain why he came dressed for clay pigeon shooting, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. You can watch the video for yourself. Um, that'll be going live tomorrow. Um... So the next thing is, um, as a, of course, and understandably a mark of respect, things were delayed slightly because, as it turns out, right going down Cypress Hill, um, which was yeah. a very steep hill, there was a mm. wake happening. Yes. So we wanted to make sure that everyone could get into the venue, pay their respects to their beloved family member and friend before we began the race. Yeah, that wasn't great timing, was it? Yeah, it wasn't. And Winter Gardens. Particularly as someone from the company that lent us the C5, C5 Alive had a novelty horn. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so please, stop, please stop honking your horn. <laughs> so we're there, we're cold, we're by the seafront, and then the race began. <sighs> now... Just before we reveal the results, mm. because this isn't us either making excuses, because it's either going to demonstrate that we are making an excuse or it's going to demonstrate just how good at C5 racing we are. Bush and Richie on home time had themselves a good 45 minutes to an hour practice time over us yeah. because they were already there because they'd been chauffeur driven, as we yeah. said. <laughs> so they were messing around in the C5s and getting to understand the handling, taking the wide corners, don't lean into the corners, mm. etc. Whilst we were on a train, once again, booked by producer Dave. Yeah. So um, he got the first class fast train again to get down there to set up the yeah, cameras. Yeah. What, where did we go? We took the scenic route yet yeah, again. Here we, we go. We went through Folkestone West, Folkestone Central. Oh. Why Folkestone, these two train stations, I have no idea. Dover Priory, Martin Mill, Walmer, Deal, Sandwich, Ramsgate, Broadstairs, and finally Margate, about two hours later. So all of those places are, are fine places, but... We, don't, we didn't need to see them all to get to race day, no, did we? we? Did I mean, Lewis Hamilton doesn't have to put up with this. Yeah, we had no practice time at all. But we can now, with all that in mind, reveal the winners of the Great British Sinclair C5 Seafront Race was... Home time. Oh, oh, what? I know, I'm sorry. Yeah. I know. What happened? <sighs> well, and well, I mean... Well, look, let's... There's a couple of issues. Matt's, uh, for a start, <laughs> Matt's chain broke halfway yes, through the race. Yeah, yeah. Then my battery lost power. I think there was some sabotage afoot there. So we had to have a pit stop to fix my car. And even then, Richie used the fact that, that Matt's car kept breaking as, as an excuse to question the integrity of the race. I'll tell you something, I'll tell you something. There's a competition. There's no integrity in this. Dyson's getting his C5 swap because his battery's gone. He's already had his chain replaced because of reckless driving. 
This would not happen in an F1 Grand Prix. It was not reckless driving, actually. The C5 Alive guy said it was down to the raw power of my thighs. Yeah. <laughs> that's why the chain broke. That's, that's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the little medal you're taking away and from me. And to be fair, the raw power of my thighs came in handy later on in the race, because although our team lost... Well, hang on, don't give away any, any standings on the podium. The end, I did OK. Well, OK. Well, that's what I was going to ask. And, in fact, I'll ask that very question. What was the finishing places... Next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So congratulations to the hometown boys. They did win the Great British Sinclair C5C front race. They did. Nearly fair and square. Yeah, <laughs> almost. No, they won. And it was nice to spend a day by the sea with them, actually, to be honest. Um, but here's the big question, as Matt nearly gave it all away in the last talking <laughs> bit there. I managed to drag it back again. Um, what I want to know is, what was the podium finishes... So we're going to have a little guess at. Let us know at 8, 12, 15 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Who finished first, second, third and fourth? Emma, what do you reckon? Who finished first, second, third and fourth? I think Richie Firth was first Mm -hmm. because he was supremely confident on the phone the other day. He was. And he did say himself that he had the most timber to carry himself through the course on the downhills. Okay. So I think him, then Matt. Yeah. Are you doing this based on timber? Yeah. <laughs> and then, then it would have to be... I mean, there's not much between you and Bush. No, timber-wise. Yeah. Maybe you, then Bush? OK. Are you saying I'm slightly timberish, more timberish He's than Bush? He's very slight. OK. OK, so you're going... You're going Richie, Dyson, Berry, Bush. Yeah. Glenn? I think Richie was too arrogant, so I think it was oh, Bush who won. Hello. Um, I think followed by you. Mm-hmm because I felt you were the C5 expert. Okay. Then I think, Richie, Matt, I, I think that you came last, not not out of ability, but I think because of the amount of problems that you appear yeah, to have, I and a, a pit stop as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think there's, there's no way you came anywhere other than last. I'm sorry. But, but no, it's, I, I, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm sympathetic. No, I, think I can see <laughs> okay. you're thinking. I can see what you're thinking. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So, yes, the hometown boys were victorious. But how did we all finish on the podiums? Who came first? Who got to hold aloft the Sinclair C5 cake mm. baked by flag bearer Nicola? Yeah. How lovely it was to meet Nicola and what a fine baker she is. So lots of you have been guessing. David Lipbook says Richie was first, Bush was second, Matt was third and I came last. Little Jason says Firth, Dyson, Bush, Dave. Liam Wimbledon says Richie, Dyson, Bush, Dave. Aaron says Berry, Richie, Bush, Dyson. I can reveal... First, with three minutes, two seconds, 24, was Home Times Andy Bush. No way. Second, with three minutes, five seconds, 64, our very own Matt Dyson. Yes. So who was last? (laughs) With three minutes, six seconds, 36, so very tight little pack there in the top three, it was... Richie Firth. Yeah. I did three minutes, 14 seconds. Oh, quite quite the gap there. I was. I was way (laughs) off the pace. I looked down Cypress Hill and I looked at the sea and I thought... I'm too young for this. I'm a dad now. <laughs> no, so I did I did come last by quite a way. Well, but it was your idea as well. That's I know it was my it? idea. You took your toys home. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. You're right, You're right, mate. It hurts a little bit. But as I say, you know, it's, it's fine. It's gracious in defeat. It's good. It's, I'm really pleased for everyone and blah, blah, blah. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Five words. Five grand. Absolute radio. And joining us this morning in Stoke, we have Conan. Good morning to you, Conan. Morning, Dave. How you doing, my friends? 
I'm good, thank you. Excellent. Well, it's a charm having you on the show. Uh, my first question to you is, which member of the team would you like to play alongside, Matt, Emma or Glenn? Emma again. Emma again. Oh, I can't believe people are yeah. still sticking with me. Yeah, it's starting to hurt a bit more day by day. Yeah. First Sorry. couple of days were fine, but now it's personal. Yeah. This is all making me feel better about coming last in the C5C <laughs> front race, I'm not going to lie. Um, so Emma matched three on Monday, two yesterday, so you can look at this in one or two ways. Either that's five in total, mm. or it's getting worse day by day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to do better today. <laughs> um, so what was your thinking behind choosing Emma, Conan? Well, when you when you were last week, you said you were changing the rules. I, I my, my first instinct, I thought if I was going to play, it was I'd choose Emma. So I thought I'll stick with her. So you've got your chance. You were always going to do this. Okay, well that's yeah. nice. It's a dream um, come true for him. So what's going to happen here, Conan, is I'm going to give you five words. You have to say the first thing that pops into your head. Emma will not hear your answers because she'll be wearing the unicorn headphones today. You are listening to the Welsh national anthem. Beautiful. Okay, there we go. Emma is now in the zone. We'll then get Emma out of the zone. We'll give her the same five words. If your answers match, you win the £5,000. Okay, here we go. Conan, it's just you and me. And the first word today is... Kitchen. Sink. Matt's nodding along. Second word today is ship. Sail. Power. Uh, electricity. I don't know. It's okay, it's okay. <sighs> Second. And finally, play. Time. Okay, Conan, thank you very much indeed. We have your five answers. They are locked in. You're not feeling very confident? Uh, one or two, I would, I would, a couple I would have changed. It's a lot harder when, you, when the pressure's on, so right, when you're yeah. listening in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, OK. Well, uh, I think you've done, you've done all right. Yeah. We well, yeah. never know. I mean, Emma had matched some strange ones over the last <laughs> couple of days, so it's all good. Yeah. We're going to get her answers and try and win you £5,000. That's coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Conan, you still there? I am, yep. How you feeling? Um, 50-50. <laughs> 50-50, OK. Well, we've got everything crossed for you. Uh, we've got your five words. Emma Jones, okay, how are go. you feeling? Well, 50-50 doesn't fill me with confidence. No, <laughs> no, OK, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that. OK, first word. <clears throat> Kitchen. Unit. Oh, really let him down there. <laughs> <laughs> Kitchen sink. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's that's probably more obvious. Yeah. That's the only one that made any sense as well, so... <laughs> Someone's not getting asked back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, Please, I don't, I, don't, I, don't want to, I don't want to play anymore. You don't want to do it anymore, OK. Let's have a little run-through, shall we? Come on. Okay. Reputation's at stake here. OK. Ship. Um... <laughs> boat. <laughs> Mm. 
sail. Yep. Sink and sail, two good answers. Makes sense. Power. Tool. Oh, good guess. You're saying that's what you should have gone for, Conan? Yeah, it's more obvious one. Yeah, kind of went for electricity. That's the one I froze on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's fair enough. It happens, it happens, the pressure is on. Second. Best. Oh. Is it first? <clears throat> yes, your second guess of first was second for first. <laughs> 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 and finally, could this be zero out of could five? Could be a record. Oh, no, I think Matt Dyson broke that record many times. <laughs> Play. Date. <laughs> Play time. Oh, yeah, also a good one. That's what Conan went also for. Also a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I love if you're a mighty leader. Yeah. <laughs> um, Conan, uh, unlucky, my friend. Sorry, Conan. Lovely Sorry. having you on the show, and thank Sorry. you very much indeed for tuning in. Lots of love to everybody. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. I'd like you to hand in your cool badge. You see, the theory is we're all wearing one, but every now and again you're just forced to take it off and hand it over, and this is the place to send it. Textually, of course. 8, 12, 15, or you can tweet it to us at Absolute Radio. Uh, I'd like to get the ball rolling by talking about a musician called Alexander Wolfe. Very talented oh, yeah. um, singer-songwriter, a musician. In fact, Daniel Perry gave him his new single, Avalanche, a spin on a Sunday night music club. Oh. Sunday just gone. And uh, I'm a big fan of Alexander's. So much so that yesterday he texted me and he invited me down to Abbey Road Studios. What? To be there as part of mastering oh, wow. of the album. So I was like, I'm absolutely there. I've just been racing a C5. Oh. Um, I've lost. What a day. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to go to Abbey Road that. Studios. Oh, that'll make up for it. The yeah. iconic building <laughs> in northwest London and just kind of soak up some oh. vibes, you know. Uh, oh, soaking up some vibes. There's another badge. <laughs> soaking up some vibes at Abbey Road, man. Yeah. So, um, so I'm soaking up some vibes at Abbey Road, as you say. There's another badge. <laughs> and um, it gets brought to my attention um, by the producer who's working on um, Alexander's album that a lot of bands and artists spend a lot of time on the gaps between the songs. Really? So this is where mm. I'm, I want the cool badges. So, you know, a song will finish and there'll be a little bit of silence. Yeah. Apparently, bands have spent hours deliberating how long those gaps should be should they be varying lengths like this producer telling me there'll be like five members of the band in this like little studio they'll be going like okay it needs to be a beat longer <laughs> just a beat longer. <laughs> and then he'll he'll play it to them again he'll play the silence to them again oh no yeah, that's it's just a bit too long. Bring it oh, back again. No, um, and this no. is where I want the cool badge for one of the coolest bands on planet Earth, The Strokes. Yeah. For their second album, A Room on Fire, Room on Fire, um, they they recorded it, they'd done it, they put it out there, they printed it the whole lot, they heard it back, didn't like the gaps between the songs, recalled the whole thing and delayed the release by a month because <laughs> they weren't what? happy with the just silence the between gaps. the songs. No. Wow. I mean, you know, artists, artistry, yes, of course, but also cool badge territory, that I think. Ridiculous. Uh, now, Matt Dyson, I believe you have the inception of cool badges. It's multi-layered. Well, I mean, you know, we all know the coolest way to thank another driver behind you when they've let you out or they've let you overtake is uh, the single flash of the hazard lights. Yes, it's yeah? the truck driver's well, delight. The, that is the best way to say thank you, especially if it's dark and they can't see the wave. Little click, simple flash of the hazard lights. It's smooth. It's stylish. There's a, you know, <laughs> it's a cool badge, yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, except it, if it goes wrong, which has to me just the other day. If you go for the single click of the hazard 
stylish thank you but then you get distracted by something else on the road or by something on your sat nav and then you accidentally just leave the hazard lights on you look like a lunatic Okay, so that's your cool badge. Yeah, that's you look like you're in the middle so. of an emergency, but yeah. you're not pulling over at all, <laughs> yeah, exactly. under any circumstances. Oh, oh, no, I was trying to do the stylish thank you, and it's all gone wrong. <laughs> I'm going to pull over and wonder, I was trying to do the stylish thank you. Yeah, you must know, you must know. <laughs> Completely losing your cool. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Before we get back to the cool badge, it's time for more corrections and clarifications. I apologise to all the truck and lorry drivers out there for the way in which they thank other drivers. What have I got wrong, Matt? Uh, lorry drivers, a lot of them get in touch saying they don't use the hazards. They no, go left they and right with the indicators, which is good. Yeah, you see that a lot. I know that. I just got excited. I acted out. <laughs> I made a genuine mistake, and I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Dave, I'd like to hand in my cool badge. Wait till you hear this from Vicky in Blackheath, who we've been trying to call frantically, but she's obviously in class or getting there or something. I'm a teacher, and yesterday, whilst teaching a lesson about Blood Brothers, I pointed to one of the images of Mrs Johnson, a student, had found from a West End production. And I said, ooh, that's Natasha Hamilton from Atomic Kitten. The students looked at me blankly, as they had never heard of Atomic Kitten. So, with my best karaoke voice, I tried to sing some of their greatest hits. <laughs> I started with Hole Again, obviously. Still, a classroom of perplexed and now frankly scared 15-year-olds stared at me blankly. I've never felt less old or cool. Oh, and that, that one is from Vicky in oh, Blackheath. Painful. <laughs> painful. Started with Hole Again, obviously. Matt, this will make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. This is from Lewis. This is his first ever text to the show, Ooh. so thank you, Lewis. Had to hand in my cool badge when I too attempted the cool hazard single flash thank you. <laughs> The button got stuck 150 <laughs> miles left on my journey trying to figure out how to unjam it on its way to Kendall oh, Calling Festival. Just fucking an idiot, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Lewis. Oh. That's your first text into oh, this show. How brilliant. Uh, I need to hand in my cool badge after walking into McDonald's and squealing, Oh, look, touch screens. How awesome is that? <laughs> Hangs head in shame, <laughs> says Jilly. Thank you very much indeed, everyone, for fessing up. We'll have more cool badges delivered to the show next week. The Dave Berry Breakfast your podcast absolute radio of course this happened yesterday lunchtime thank you once again to the people of margate they were so welcoming yes they were even i remember we were the four of us we were trying to get back to the train uh, to get bush and richie back here in time for the home time show we were under a little bit of pressure after we'd finished the race and some like random local just pulled up in the car and said, "Look, get in, guys. Yeah, I'll give you a lift. Give us a lift." So we happily going against all of that lessons that we learned in in the eighties from that cat going. Where's your ambulance for the We got into a stranger's car yeah. and uh, we we felt safe. Yeah, um, there's four of us and one of him. And then he fine. just he just added a little. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, added a little bit of a showbiz sparkle to things by saying, "You see that dog over there? That's Pete Dockett's dog." Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> it was lovely to be there. We saw Pete Dockett's dog. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Anyway. The the long and the short of it is this. The hometown boys were victorious on the Great British Sinclair C5C front race. Yeah, overall they took it, yeah. Well done to them. Um, it was a tight one. Uh, we'll go into the minutiae of the whole race um, in about five, ten minutes. But what I wanted to do in this talky bit was just try and give you an idea of just how highly charged the chat was before the flag was waved by listener Nicola. Um, the tension between Dyson and Bush. I mean, just have a little listen to this. Weirdly, though, for, for me, Leon C, if, if I've got a boat across, it's literally uh, right. direct yeah, 
Almost, oh, really. Oh, okay. Oh, dear. How is seaside living? That's good, man. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Yeah. I've always yeah. wanted it. I love it. I've always fancied that, a bit of seaside living. Have you just moved, though? Yeah, Where yeah. Where have you moved to? Just north of Milton Keynes. More inland. <laughs> <laughs> Further away <laughs> than the city. Yachting houses. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've always thought about it, but, you know. It's Vettel Hamilton, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the Monaco Grand Prix. <laughs> I didn't even know that we had mics on at that point. <laughs> anyway, we did get the race underway, and... Um, Rich's competitive nature is something that many people uh, had warned me about. Yes, now you've seen it firsthand. I have because I mean, well, first of all, um, this was this was uh, Richie bemoaning the integrity of the entire race. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. There's a competition. There's no integrity in this. Dyson's <laughs> getting his C5 slot because his battery's gone. He's already had his chain replaced because of reckless driving. <laughs> This would not happen in an F1 Grand Prix. <laughs> now, of course, we filmed the whole thing. The video will go live tomorrow morning at 7am. We'll tell you when it's up there on our Facebook page and everything so you can enjoy it. But Richie didn't want to race with a little GoPro camera on the front because he said it was obscuring his view. <laughs> 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 Luckily, we, we kind of uh, we made sure that he did, and I've seen a very rough cut of the video, and some of the close-ups of Richie, whilst he's zooming around corners, are priceless. Yeah. So I'm glad that we overturned <laughs> his desire to have it taken. Away. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So yesterday, in Margate, home time were victorious in the Great British Sinclair C5 Seafront race, and well done to both Bush and Richie. Uh, before we go any further and get into who finished where on the podiums, in case you haven't heard the news already, here are a list of things uh, people have compared Richie to, given what he chose to wear for the race. <laughs> People said he looked like he was going clay pigeon shooting. Uh, he looked like a ticket tout the autumn and winter range. <laughs> you can see him outside a gig venue, can't you? He looked like Jeff Capes, someone has said. New money and like he's going to a bare-knuckle boxing match. <laughs> you can see Richie's combo. His resplendent combo tomorrow from seven yeah. when the video goes live. We were in our ill-fitting boiler suits instead. Much, yeah, they much better look. Wait, the problem with them is, is that the length between the shoulder part of the boiler suit yeah. and the groin part yeah, isn't long enough. Yeah, yeah. So you either have to walk <laughs> stooped, but in some kind of comfort. <laughs> or you have to stand up straight like this. <laughs> so but either way, it doesn't lend itself to pedalling in a small vehicle. No, it does not. Uh, so Matt and I getting the excuses in, particularly me, because the finishing order was Bush was first, three minutes two seconds Dyson well done to you three minutes five seconds third place was Richie three minutes six seconds and I was way behind way off the pace I was three minutes 14 seconds when the video goes live tomorrow at 7am you'll be able to see the tussle to finish second between Dyson oh, and Richie an exciting end to the race it really really <laughs> was um, Bush won well done to him uh, but it has changed him yeah. He has really let success go to his head. <laughs> yeah, yes. And this is going to shock many of you. And when the boys are back on home time, 4pm, feel free to get in touch with them because it's changed him so much that what has been the, 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 the cornerstone of his broadcasting career... His strict moral codes. Yeah. As soon as he won the race, he threw them all out of the window. <laughs> because, as we know, the two things that make Andy Bush the man and the broadcaster he is, is the British Transport Social Police, yeah. so people doing things wrong, incorrectly in his mind, on public transport, yeah. and, of course, knife and forkism. Yeah. So only eat everything with a knife yeah, and fork. Pizza, burgers, everything, knife and fork. Well, he won the race, then we got on a train... We were handed before we got on some amazing Thai food, weren't we, from Bao's Thai yeah, restaurant? Yeah. And he opened up the Tupperware container 
on a train. So this is smelly Asian food on a train. Yeah. It smelled delicious, by the way. Yeah. And he started eating it with his hands. Tucking in. Andy Bush sitting on a train eating spring rolls with his bare hands. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how much has gone to his head. I was shocked, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the video, not of us eating on a train, but of the Great British Sinclair C5 Seafront Race, as I say, will go live tomorrow at 7. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. The Daily Smash will be anything associated with the seaside. Versus movies, because tomorrow at 7am, the movie accompanying the race will go live on our Twitter feed and our Facebook page. So I've got... It's not a great bunch, I'm not going to lie. In fact, when Emma and Glenn told me they had come up with some, I used a profanity. (laughs) (laughs) I've got the good, the bag of chips and the ugly. (laughs) Good. I've got Easy Donkey Rider, That's which good. is my oh, best. I like that one. Which is my best of the three. And I've got Knickerbocker Blades of Glory. Uh, These are really good. Yeah, they're yeah. right. Well, thank you. That's very sweet of you. Matt Dyson, what have you got? Uh, the Pier Hunter. <laughs> That's an obvious one. Uh, Jabba the Beach Hut <laughs> and Shallow Wave. Oh, oh, oh nice. Okay. Emma Jones. I did all mine based on towns rather than seaside items. Oh, oh nice. So good. I got Bournemouth Identity. Very nice. Oh, that's good. Men in Blackpool. And Carlito's Weymouth. Oh, yes! Endorse it. Is it endorse it? Yes, I do. It's lovely there. If I didn't make any sense. We don't understand that joke. No, I know. Neither do I, Emma. But it hasn't stopped me from playing along, just so I don't upset Matt over there. Um, Matt, um, Glenn Moore, what you got? A pebble without a cause, a sand by me, and the towelling inferno. Oh, all very good. Now, we want to get you in touch at 8.12.15... At Absolute Rotate tweet us. Before we do, though, a momentous occasion today because um, producer Mark has come up with one. <gasps> yeah. After all these months. <laughs> yeah. He's wait. come up with one. Here we go. The hand that the stick of rocks the cradle. No, Mark, no. D- yeah, sure. No. That's good. That doesn't work. I thought, OK, it's over to you guys. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Robin Cardiff. The Bucket and Spade List. The Shaw Shank Redemption uh, from Denny. Oh, nice. nice. Parasol Activity from Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Parasol Activity. Sun Lotions 11 from Andy and Gillingham. Oh. Signs of the Clams. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rubber Rings from James in Devon. Oh, nice. And from Jen in Twickenham. Seaside, no evil. Pier, no oh, evil. Nice. Double whammy. Bravo, Jen, bravo. Matt, will we tweet it at all? Tony Barnett suggests Shrek chair. This <laughs> 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 is good. Uh, Nicky's gone for Donkey Ote, as in Donkey oh, Ote. Very yes. good, very good. Sandcastle Blanca from Phil. <laughs> um, a bloke called Bob says anything starring Stephen Seagull. Uh, <laughs> Enemy at the Margates. <laughs> Tony Barnett. And Nicky has gone for Roger Crabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Love a bit of crabbing. Very good, everybody. Very good. Great turnout today. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. And that's it. Thank you ever so much for tuning into the show. There's only one thing it could be called. It's an ode to a man who won the Sinclair C5 race, Andy Bush. Yeah. Who has changed so much since he was victorious that he's thrown out all of his 
big kind of the things that make him the man he is. Yeah. He's discarded them straight away. So the podcast available for you to download will be called Bush sitting on a train eating spring rolls with his bare hands. Unbelievable. <laughs> Hypocrisy. Congratulations once again to the Hometime Boys on winning. They'll be back this afternoon from 4pm, of course. Tomorrow, when we're back live at 6am, amongst other things, we're going to ask you to fill in the gaps. And these are the gaps. One minute you're... And the next year, 8, 12, 15. Fill in the gaps. We'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.